Welcome to the Calvary Servanthood Community Church podcast, where we're building a servanthood Christian community which develops leaders and serves the body of Christ through evangelism, discipleship, and teaching. As you're about to go into the Word, get your pens, get your notepads, and we pray that this be a blessing as it was to us. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. I would like to greet you, Banabamrena, Baruti, Baruna, Bahulu, Baruna. You know, Mobahulu, Baruna, Renalibutoho, Puzwakaswan. You know, the word of God says if you don't have the gray hair amongst yourself, you'll actually lose wisdom. Now we have them here, uh, those gray hairs that are part of this, uh, who will always give us and part some wisdom to us. Rudumedisa, uh, the young generation that has strength that we do not have. We have wisdom, you have strength. So your strength needs some wisdom to be guided because it can go away where it's not supposed to go when it is not well guided. We greet all of you and the young ones that are our Sunday school, that we are raising them up as well to be our Moseses, our Joshua's, our Caleb's, and our Paul's as well. We're raising them so that we leave no vacuum in our lives. Hallelujah. When the year starts, uh, personally, it brings in some kind of uh, emotions to me as an individual, as a leader of this church. I always go back a little bit and reflect of where we're coming from. And I must say, I thank God for all of you. Church would never become a church when people are not there. We have literally achieved or we are where we are because you decided to be part of this establishment. So we thank God for the decision that you have taken of being part of the establishment. I think I have something that God has laid into my heart to share with you. We're coming from year 2023, where we looked into a theme that we had that ran almost throughout the year of nearer to the heart of God. And I think many have harvested a lot out of that. Now we're moving from the very space of being closer to the heart of God, where Jesus that we have seen becoming our higher and a better high priest, where Jesus was supreme, and where through him we can access the presence of God. Now this morning, from that very dimension and space, God is saying to us as individuals, as a church, as groups maybe, it is time to move forward. That is our theme that we will look into the greater part of the year. It is time for you as an individual to move forward 
Maybe you have been stagnant with some reasons that you know or some of the reasons you do not know. Or there are things that have happened into your life and these things are holding you. You are unable to move forward. But I'm here to declare to you that it is time to move forward. The book of Joshua, it is called the book of the new beginning. Now, as we move forward, we're moving forward to the new thing, to the future. But you would not move to the future without faith in God. You need to have the confidence, the courage of faith in the faithful God. Because you can have faith in other gods, but the God that we serve, we know him as a faithful God. Now you need to have this faith in the faithful God. There is an individual that we are going to start looking at. But please don't be restricted to this person. He comes in as a guide to your own personal life. Joshua was a leader. But don't look at him just as a leader. Look at him as an individual, as a person who had God speaking to him and moved forward. Joshua was a faithful warrior. And Moses was a leader of Israel while Joshua was this individual warrior. You know, Joshua, as a warrior, was never taught to be a warrior, was self-taught. When they moved out of Egypt, there was no time for God to sit down or to mobilize the children of Israel to make them warriors. But while they were on the way, there was a fight that came between Amalekites and Israel. Joshua, from nowhere, God just raised him to go and fight the Amalekites and win the battle. Now, I want you to see or to look at Joshua from that angle that Joshua was a self-starter. Joshua knew nothing about fighting. Joshua knew nothing about being a warrior, but he won a battle. He moved when God called him to move. One thing that we need when we move is to have no fear but to have the courage in God who is faithful. What is courage, Bagreste? Courage is being determined to do anything, whatever the cost of that would be. What more when God is calling you for something, when God is moving you for something, you need to have courage of faith to move into that thing that God is calling you into. Be determined that at all cost, whatever that is going to take me, I'm going to move into the calling of God. Moving back into a new thing can become stressful. Remember that it's a new experience. And a new experience actually challenges the status quo. Anything that is new, you must know that it's going to challenge the status quo. And the status quo 
in most cases, is the comfort that we live in. And we don't want to move out of our comfort zones. Now, if you move forward, you must know that you're going to be challenged. There is no way of moving and things remain the same. Things are going to change. Your life is going to change. The way you do things is going to change. When Moses died, before he died, actually, he prepared Israel that they need to cross over Jordan. And he wrote everything in the book of Deuteronomy. And when it finished, the book of Deuteronomy ends. It says there was never a prophet like Moses in Israel. And here is a man who dies, who has never been a person like him, but people still need to move forward. But Greste, things are of God, not of a person. When Moses died, when he prepared the people, it never meant that God has died. It was Moses. Now, also with us, there might be things that have to die if we've got to move forward. You would never move forward if you don't allow death to take place. Now, let us set the scene, maybe, of the book of Joshua that we're going to study. There's a new generation here that is standing at the bank of the river of Jordan. They are wondering whether they will be in a position to move forward, to cross over because of what has happened with their parents. The lack of faith and the wondering that has happened to their parents that made them not to be able to cross over. There is, there is Jordan now waiting in between them. What they have, where they are, the land that they are in. The desert that they have claimed and named it their home for 40 years. But there is a new home that they need to move into. They are at the verge in real essence of claiming their promises. But there is fear that is holding on them. Because among other things, their leader has died. Among other things, the death of their parents, the scene of disobedience of their parents. Now, I want to ask you a question this morning. It is the beginning of the year, and God says to us, move forward. What is it that would hold you not to move forward? What is it that you are sure that I will not be in a position to move forward? Well, they were in a tough spot because Moses, their leader, has passed on while they are at the verge of a victory. It's a group of people that one can say they are not proud of their past, but at the same time, they are frightened by their future. You know, there are times like that when you look back where you're coming from, you feel like I am not proud. I am not fully happy. But at the same time, you look at the future that is bright, but you also feel like I'm frightened to go there. One thing that we pray that should happen to you, you should not turn out like your ancestors. 
I pray to God for all of you that are here who are under my voice as I speak, that you should not turn out like the things that have happened with your ancestors. The failures that has happened with your moms and dads, they should hold on you not to be able to move forward because this would have made it very difficult for them to move forward. Now here is a situation. God is calling them during the flood season. When we read, we'll go into that in chapter 3. Jordan River was at its most dangerous time for a person to cross over. But while it is like that, God calls his people. While it is dangerous, while you see no hope, you see nothing in front of you, God is calling you to go forward. It is not a matter of what you are seeing. It's a matter of what God is saying. Now they have a Jordan in between. Now Jordan, scripturally, it represents decision making. So there was Jordan in front of them. So they had to make a decision. When you have to move after God has spoken to you, there is a decision the decision is not made by God. The decision is made by man. There is always the divine part of God and the human responsibility. Do you hear me? There is always the divine part of God where God declares and decrees something and say this is about life. But I must, the human responsibility, it is to obey the principles of God. I must obey the decrees of God. God can speak. God can decree. But I have a responsibility of obedience into the decrees of God. If I do not do that, there is no way. But rest there. Inasmuch as man would not frustrate the purposes of God, but the things, the purposes of God must be fulfilled by man. God does not come from heaven and fulfill things on earth. He appoints men to do that. That is why you are called to move forward. To fulfill the purposes of God. Jordan also represents faith. Faith, hope, and spiritual transformation. When a decision to move, it must be accompanied by faith. If you move where there is no faith, it might delay things or it might, think, it might make things to fail. And hope, the word of God says, Hope does not disappoint. Kaswana Bartsolo fellow, high travisid home, and I know that Bagreste. Solo fellow, high travisid home. And it says, when there is hope, you must know that there's going to be a spiritual transformation. You don't change and move. Without faith, without hope, without spiritual transformation. Because it is a new level or new dimension. So there must be some spiritual transformation. Now God called them at a very difficult time and situation. 
but there is something that has happened there. At that point of the story that we will deal with when we get to chapter 3, God parted the waters of the river, creating a path that Israel should cross over. When, when they were called in there, looking at the river, the state at which the river was, there was no bridge, there was no airlifts, there was nothing, there were no boats that could make them to cross. But because God is God and faithful, he parted the waters and made them to cross over, creating a dry land. When you are called in, God will create a dry land for you. He would not call you, ask you to move forward without creating a dry land for you. Moving forward, Bakreste, requires courage that I have spoken about earlier. And courage, I said, it's determined, being determined to do whatever it takes, whatever it will cost you, whatever the consequences would be, but you have courage to do that. Are you courageous to move into that level? and bear the consequences of the promises of God. Bear the consequences of God's purpose that he is calling you into. Let's go to our scripture that we have read. Verse 1 and 2. It says, after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, I want you to picture the scenario here. People were mourning the death of Moses. In Israel, they mourn for 30 days for the death of someone. So it means here, to me, it says, to, it, it says that it was almost the end of the 30th day. Now God, personally on a private conversation, he goes to Joshua and he talks to Joshua and says, Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. Now when God speaks to you, he will have a private conversation with you. He will talk to you alone. He would not talk to you. Mohar Habatu. And then somebody is saying, Mohar Habatu here, will God not speak to you? No, he speaks to your heart. He speaks to your heart. So your heart is hearing. Your heart is understanding what he is saying. Now he says, Moses is dead. Now this is a remarkable thing, Bakreste. You know, God is revealing to Joshua and to the people as well something that they already know. Certain things or some of the things that are happening in our life, we know, but we refuse to acknowledge and have an understanding of them. Now, the people knew that Moses is dead, but God is coming back and say, hi, Joshua, Moses is dead. What, what is God saying here? He was saying to Moses, acknowledge that Moses is dead and have this understanding. Because sometimes we don't want to move because we don't want to acknowledge and have an understanding. We have a denial syndrome. Now God is saying to, Moses, to, to, to Joshua, 
Please don't deny this thing. It has happened. Moses is dead. And have this understanding. He's saying to Joshua, please accept if God would, was actually saying, please accept the state of the things as they are. They are not going to remain the same. Things are not going to remain the same. And it would, have, it would be easy for Joshua to move forward when he accepted the state of affairs. What was saying? Now the people were also mourning the death of Moses. But I believe God was saying to Joshua and the people, stop looking back. Start to look forward and move into another state of life. You know, during the corona, there is something that I had and I battled with it within myself. I had people when that uh, pandemic, whatever it is being called, uh, about to end, and people are saying, I want my life back. I want, we want our life. And to me I said, God, is it not that they must get their life forward? Instead of getting it backwards. I, I battled. Because life is forward, not backwards. Now what Moses, what God was trying to say here, there are things that have happened in the past. And the life now is looking at it as it appears. Tell me, Bakrest, even the life of this church has never gone backwards, has, has gone forward. It has gone forward. So let's look forward to the things that God are doing. Sometimes holding back on Moses that has passed on, holding on certain things that has happened there might make us not to go forward and receive what God is saying we should receive. Someone has died, that is what God was saying. Move forward. Life should move forward, not backwards. You know, this was a significant moment for Israel. Now, if you have to put things into perspective, how things were, and the historical background of that, Moses has been a leader for 40 years and died at the age of 120. The only leader that Egypt, or that, that Israel knew. That was the only leader that they knew who took them out of Egypt. The leader who led them for 40 years is gone. But I want to say something here. And please hear me. When Moses was taken up by God, when Moses died, it meant that life was going to change. How did it change? They will no longer have the pillar of fire at night. No. It ended with Moses. No longer the pillar of fire was there. No longer the cloud that came by the day to direct them. They no longer had manna that was, that was supplied to them every morning. Now, Bakreste, when a certain situation goes, it goes with its own. There is no recurring decimal that you carry it over. If, if you, you carry over certain things, they might become a burden over your life. Now, God makes it a point, no matter how good they are, you need to leave them behind. Now, God knew that at this stage, 
manna had to stop, Moses is gone. At this stage, the pillar of fire had to stop, Moses is gone. At this stage, the cloud that was protecting them had to go, Moses is gone. You know, because but Babang, they are unable to move forward because of looking at the things that, that are gone. When you move forward, there are certain things that you will lose. And there are new things that are coming. And embrace the new things that are coming. We're moving forward, Bakreste. God took Joshua aside and told him that Joshua, you are now, I want you to lead these people. Now remember, Joshua had been mentored by Moses. Possibly, he knew the character of Moses, the decision making that Moses, the responses of Moses, the cries that Moses had, the personality of Moses. He knew Moses. I would even assume that at some stage in their walk, they would have maybe private and personal conversations about their lives. So Joshua knew the relationship that Moses had with God. Joshua knew the unwavering faith that Moses had with God. Now, he says, in spite of all these things, come into terms that Moses has passed on. New experience is coming with new challenges. Bagraste, move forward. Move on. That is where God is calling us to. There's a private conversation that God is having with you. In the private conversation, please listen to that voice. Listen to that conversation. Hear what the conversation is saying. I would assume Joshua was actually graduating from one level to the other. And I'm making a call to you that there is a level of graduation that you have got to go into. Life, it's not stagnant. It's not static. It moves. And God will always move his people into something better. Now when Joshua was graduating, you know, I have attended graduations, Bakreste. I've actually been given speech in a number of graduations. And some of the speeches that I've given were good, I must say. Some were not good. But normally when we are in the graduations giving out speeches and all that, normally there are three sentiments that we give to people. If you don't know, go and, and research and check that. And if you attend a graduation, you'll get these three. They will say a lot of things, but there are these three sentiments. And what are the sentiments? You are an amazing person. You are an amazing person. What is the other one? Follow your dreams because you are amazing. Follow your dreams. And what is the third one? Never give up. Never give up. This is what we will say in the graduations. So Joshua was graduating, but what did God say to Joshua? To move him from that level into another level. Now God says to Joshua, Joshua, you need to graduate. Why do you graduate? Because Moses, my servant, has died. And he says, now therefore, based on the death of Moses, 
you are graduating. You need to move. He says, therefore, arise, which means take a decisive action and stand up now. Arise. And he says to him, go over this Jordan and you will, you and all these people. He says, take a decision, my man. And when you take a decision, there is something you need. Here is a mission that I'm giving you. You take these people. God is saying, I am calling you for my purpose. So when we are called by God, it is not just following your dreams. When we are called by God, it is not just to say, you know, I, you, don't give up. It is not just to say, you are an amazing person. It is to check what God is saying. What is he calling you to do? I may, I may be an amazing person, but I may not be in, aligned with the call that God is calling me. People are very much amazing. Very much amazing. You know, I've had people talking. Uh, this is who, who I am. This is, this is me. You know, I, I think you have had people. It depends in which circumstances they find themselves. But when they are in certain circumstances, that, that this me and who I am, it comes so strong. And in my heart I say, is it what God wants you to be? Or is it just what you want to be? So sometimes it might just be what you just want to be, but not really what God wants you to be. So allow God to make you who you are supposed to be than just being what you want to be. So following the purposes of God is very important. Now the departure of Moses did not stop God from working by grace there. Work continued. When God directs Bagreste, people should move forward. Maybe a question is, who was this Moses? That people might have wanted not to move because of who Moses was. Moses Bagreste was an intercessor. If you would remember. It was only Moses who could speak to God on the mountain, interceding for the people. And at that time, Joshua was a warrior. It was only Moses who can stand on top of that mountain. And Joshua, as I've said, would go and fight with the Amalekites. Moses, we can say, in summary, is the man who spoke to God face to face. And we read in Numbers chapter 27, verse 17, it says, But Joshua was the man who will go out before them and come back in before them, and who will bring them out and bring them in, so that the Lord's community won't be like a sheep without a shepherd. You know, this story of Moses being an intercessor, some people, Israel, would have said, we have lost an intercessor. God will raise another intercessor by Christ. And God, it is not in a business of making his call to die. When he has called and decreed a purpose, it will continue irrespective of who is there. Joshua, remember, has demonstrated as well the courage and strength that God is calling him into. When he was called, when, 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 when the 12 spies, if you remember the story, were sent out, Joshua was one of them. And when they came back, 10 of the spies 
actually said, no, there is no way that we would go there. And Joshua and Caleb said, we will go there. God has already given the land to us. Let us go. But God grooms a person for a purpose. He grooms you. He does not say move into where, while you have not been groomed for it. And it is God who does or who makes the grooming. Similarly, he did that. We need courage, Bagreste, that I have said. As the root of moving forward. Courage is essential element of moving forward. Courage will make you to overcome the obstacles. Courage will make you to go over the discouragement that you would have. Let me tell you, does not mean that when God has called you for an assignment, you are not going to be discouraged on the way. If you look at Moses, at one stage, he acted in an unbecoming manner. When God gave him an instruction that he should just point at the rock to give his strike because of the people, rebellious people. I, I, I have never seen Bakreste a rebellious group in my life like that. You know, my daughter used to say that at least I have life in my case. I have a certain life that I have lived, but I have never seen people who have seen the supernatural things of God behaving the way Israel has behaved. They have seen a lot, but they behaved as if they don't even know and understand God. Courage, Bagreste, is an important tool for your success. If you are not, you don't have courage enough, rather don't move and ask God for courage. It's a tool that will make you successful. Why should we be courageous? Verse 1, chapter 1, verse 9, it says, God has commanded, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or discouraged. So courage, to be courageous, my Christian, is a command from God. So we are commanded to be courageous. So you are commanded to be courageous as you move to the purposes of God this year. And how do we then move? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, here is a statement by Christ. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, this reminds me again of Moses. What happened to Moses? When Moses had camped at the foot of the mountain of Sinai, when they were moving from there, God told Moses that my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. While God has said that, Moses said something to God. As, as Moses said, Either your presence is with us, or if it is not there, we don't go. So it, he was saying to God, your presence or not going. Now the presence of the Lord Bakresta is very important in our lives. Now somebody may say, God is everywhere. God is omnipresence. Now Moses here, was distinguishing the omnipresence and the manifest presence of God. 
We have God being here. God is here as we speak the, because he's omnipresence. But the manifest of it is in your heart. Some are receiving the manifest as we speak. Now what he was talking about, it was the manifest. That we need the manifest of God. We don't just need the presence. The omnipresence. Very important. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 1, 17 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, one of love, and a sound judgment. So that is the spirit that God has given us. And God moves his people from time to time. They were wandering for 40 years, but they needed a home. And there was a challenge that was coming to them with that move of a new home. They were now going to face the new enemies. As you move, you must know that you are going to face new enemies. As you move, you must know that you are going to face the giants. As you move, you must know that you are going to engage in new battles. As you move, you must know that you are going to rub shoulders with the pagans. As you move, you must know that your faith is going to be tested. That is a given. The challenges will come with the move. I, I once heard this, I, 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 and I, I, I then realized that there was an element of truth. It's, it's something that boys are saying, Kokasi, you know. They say when the car is not in motion, the dogs always would never bark on this car. But as soon as it moves, the dogs start to chase and bark at the car. Now when you move, the dogs will bark. But when you are standstill, you are sitting, you don't do anything because there is no motion, nothing. They will just look at you. Now I want to promise you, you will face those challenges as you move. But be ready to move, Bakreste. Be ready to move. I promise you, God wants us to move. As a church and as individuals, allow that weight to speak the conversation that God had with Joshua to have it with you. Now, I believe, Bakreste, very practical scenario. When God called Joshua and said, Joshua, this is what I want you to do. You know, I'm speaking from a human perspective or human point of view. And possibly you have also gone through that. When an opportunity is being given to you, you will have to reflect on something about it. What did Joshua really reflect? It is not in the Bible, but I assume as a, as a person, as a human being, has reflected. Because somebody would say to me, Muruti, where did you get that in the Bible? I got it because from my own revelation, because I understand. I think the first obstacle, a kind of an obstacle, that presented itself to Joshua. He remembered the courage of Moses when he dealt with Pharaoh. How determined he was when he took the children of Israel out. He remembered the unwavering faith of Moses when he took a rod and raised it up that they should cross the Red Sea. He remembered how Moses was praying at Mount Sinai. The confidence that Moses had 
of bringing water from the from 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 the stone. Now, Bagreste, when you think of the people that have gone before you, having seen the exploits that they have brought, can paralyze you, can make you not to move forward. It does not matter the kind of Moses that you had in your life, but it is your time to be to go forward. Moses might have been there and brought all those spoils, but this is your time. And I believe when Joshua felt that and imagined that, what was the guy, what made him to immediately agree with God? He realized that this is my time. This is what God is calling me to do. At the same time, the other obstacle that this man was facing, it was not how Moses delivered or how Moses led these people. The people themselves were a stumbling block. Because God is calling him to a rebellious group of people. Those guys were rebellious. Those guys were grumbling. Every day, even if you give them something, they ask for meat, you give them meat, it's too much. How? You, you ask anything that they would ask you, give. You, they feel like you give them, they got manna. And Moses explicitly said, you go there in the morning. Some of the Pakukuna, they go at night to go and get man. After they have even seen what the Lord is doing. What kind of people are they? But God said, you know, they, they could have been a stumbling block for Joshua. But Joshua decided that God is calling me and I am moving forward. Move forward irrespective of all the stumbling blocks that are there. Move forward. God has a purpose. You move into the purposes of God. You're not moving because man says you must move. You move following God's purpose. That is why we are moving. Joshua needed an encouragement. Two things that made Joshua to go through Bagreste. Faith and obedience. He had faith. He believed in God that has called him. And he obeyed. Remember, when you go to the last verses there, no, the, the verse 6, 7, 8, and 9 where God explicitly gave instruction that only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law. You observe, he's saying obey. Moses would go to the mountain and speak face to face with God. Now he says that time is over. There is a word that is there that you must listen. You must read that word. So you observe it. Obey all the law. No deviation. He says, according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, do not turn from, from it to the right hand or to the left hand that you may prosper. You may be successful. We will only prosper when we follow the law of the Lord. Now, how about the law of the Lord here? They are talking about the scriptures, the Bible. So somebody, ourselves, the New Testament generation, he said, no, the law is not applicable to us. No, the law is the word of God here that is being referred to. Let's not make a mistake. So we have to follow the law of the Lord. We have to dedicate ourselves. And that will make you successful. In other version, it says, you will be prosperous. Now, here is another snack for us as people. 
when the Bible talks about being successful or prosperous, we only think of the material prosperity. This is not the material prosperity. No doubt about it. Joshua, God was not saying to Joshua, you will materially prosper. You know, in Hebrew, prospering A, what does it mean? It means discernment. You will be able to discern. You will have wisdom. You will have understanding. Without these three things, you will not prosper. You need the spirit of discernment. Be able to see things. You discern what you're supposed to do. That will bring in success. You need to have wisdom to judge, to apply what you have learned. You need that. Otherwise, you will not prosper. You need an understanding of issues. It is not the material prosperity. When you have that, then all these things shall follow. Now, sometimes we start in the wrong way. When the Bible talks about success, we think of material prosperity, that this is what I want, this is what I get. Hey, start with wisdom, Wena. Do you understand issues? Do you have an understanding? Can you discern things, whether this is good or whether this is wrong? That is where we start. And the last two verses that I want to read, eight and nine. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your ways prosperous. Now, there was success and prosperous, and then you will have good success. It says, this book of the law shall not depart where? From your mouth. It actually, when it talks about that, it is vocal declaration. It is speaking the word of God. Have a vocal declaration. Say it with your mouth. Confess it with your mouth. Say it. Speak it out. Yes, the heart sometimes can speak volumes more than what the mouth can speak. But here, we are instructed to speak it with our mouth. May God help us, Magreste, as we move forward in the year 2024. We will move. Nothing will stop us. Now, we're going to have the Holy Communion. The Holy Communion is part of agreeing with God. When it was first instituted, Israel was moving out of Egypt. Though they moved into the wilderness, but the intention of God was to take them to the promised land, to go and receive their promises. Now, as we partake here, we also saying the same thing, that we partaking because we are moving into a new dimension. We are moving into a new space that God is calling us into as individuals and as the church as well. There is a dimension. We're leaving behind anything that has to do with Moses. If there are successes that are there that you, you want to hold on to, Moses is dead. Manna is no longer there. The pillar of fire is no longer there. It is the word of God that Joshua has to look into. Now we're doing that agreeing with God that we're moving into the dimension. We're leaving behind anything that seemed to have been a success, but not success according to God. We're leaving behind. We're moving forward for spiritual renewal. We're taking a new place of God's purpose 
that has called us into. Move into this space. Move into this new calling that God has called you. We have, we're moving wholeheartedly with spiritual renewal, spiritual cleansing, spiritual purification and commitment to the new cause. There's no point to move when there is no commitment. When we move, we require, or you yourself, you require your own commitment into where God is taking you into. Let's stand on our feet and we can serve the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us today. And if you haven't liked, shared or subscribed yet, make sure to do so. And always remember that no one stands alone.